0: Yes, look at that. It is Thursday. It is nine. So it's UK
1: Cowboys time
0: the draft show. How are oh we doing? My. How are we doing, all <laughs> fellas? We've got a full house, guys. I
1: don't yep. know about you guys, but I'm absolutely done. <laughs> <laughs> ah uh. well
0: welcome to the Watching Paul Sleep Podcast. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah you're right there mr graham how are we
2: yeah not bad just trying to figure out who i want to keep who i don't mind losing Mm. um who's not worth the salary who we can't Mm. get rid of and we're gonna sort all of that out in the next hour and a half like,
0: well, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. I mean, there is that. We are gonna be doing well, it it's the draft <coughs> show. We've got to look at the present and the past to be able to move <coughs> into the future. Um, so we're gonna look at free agent, the guys that are literally on the cusp of leaving or maybe staying, and we'll go through that. Uh, as well <coughs> as some of the guys who are on contract years this season, as well as a, a few little tidbits that we can play around with with restructures and contract negotiations and I said this and got a little bit chastised on Twitter for when everybody (laughs) said what do we do with Dark? do we cut him and I said why don't you extend him and everybody went at me and now they've come out today and said we're thinking of extending Dark, and I'm like wow
1: Now you know how I feel Mike
0: It's a day I don't know why you guys bother I really don't <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it could be a lot of fun, Mr. Graham.
1: stirring the pot. That's all we're doing.
0: A lot of the time you're just fishing, really, aren't you? <laughs> That's the most we catch. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially when it comes to Eagles fans. When 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 we're doing that, I'm just like doing whatever I can just to like throw a line out. All oh, 49ers fans as well. What's yeah, bit... What, what I really it? like about it. Sorry, Paul, and you
1: go. Oh, I was just gonna so let's be honest, mate. It's like if there's one person that's gonna troll the Eagles fans, it's Jerry Jones. <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> well, I, do a, that. quick question for you. Whenever you do that, right? How often is the alternative that they come up with, how often is it ludicrous? I'll bet it's at least 90% <laughs> of the time that it's ludicrous. Let's go and get Joe Montana
0: <laughs>
2: or some 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 stupid along those lines. Just draft <laughs> one just yeah. draft one it's as simple as that <laughs> cuz no 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 first round first round quarterback ever busts do they
0: yeah and <laughs> you know not like all the teams have just thinking that you know what i mean like if it was that simple all 32 teams every would be like oh our, our quarterbacks up for contract Ah, don't worry the draft's coming up
2: i'll bet the four of us could rain off 10 first round quarterback busts in 15 seconds yeah, Jared Goff. Maybe we could
0: do play it. Play.
3: Play yeah. Ryan <laughs> Leaf. Jabar. <Johnny> <laughs> uh, Jabarquez Russell. <laughs> James, yeah. w- James
1: Winston. James Woods. Baker
0: Mayfield. Baker Mayfield.
1: Mariota. Uh... Like the list goes on. The yeah. list goes on. I mean, we could talk about
0: quarterbacks from last year too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But that's a bit unfair. That's a bit unfair.
1: Still time. Still time.
0: Yeah, yeah. What? there's still time for them to Whoa. make it worse. Um,
1: Josh Rosen, <laughs> there we go.
0: That was a really good one. Yeah, and Josh... mean,
3: Look at the 49ers, they potentially don't have a clue who they're starting next year already. That's because so true. Brock, Brock Purdy's out for at least a year. Uh, Trey Lance, you don't know if he's going to be back. They're, Jimmy g Jimmy G's gone, you know. Um, Aaron Rodgers has come out today and said he's not going to San Francisco, but you know, it is Groundhog Day, so you don't know where the hell he's going to
0: end up. Ah, uh, punks of Tony Phil Day. My, yeah.
1: uh, my gut feeling is going to be the Raiders or something like that. They've got, like, they've got, I find that they're, they're, like, uh, they're com- c- commanders. Yeah. Oh, can you, imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I saw, no! I. I don't I i just can't imagine Aaron Rodgers would want to be part of that organization. It's so dysfunctional.
0: Yeah, there's so many stuff.
1: Yeah. You're going from being unhappy with one organization, how they've been, tra- uh, been putting weapons around about you, etc. etc. And and you want to are an organization that just can't even do anything right at all. Yeah. So not even a statue. There's,
2: there's oh Rogers. god, that was terrible, that. <laughs> Does Rogers to the Buccaneers make too much sense? Uh, I It makes
1: way. It makes way too much sense, but I don't know. I tell you why that won't happen. Mm.
0: Is that because Rogers is thinking if I don't win a Super Bowl with them, people will always say I couldn't do what Brady did, and you know because Rogers has got that arrogant mindset. Mm. Um. He would not he just does not want that. He just does not want to be part of that that narrative.
2: But that defense and those receivers could take him back to the Super Bowl, I reckon. <laughs> True.
3: Potentially. <laughs> yeah.
1: Potentially.
3: But but you know, one one thing that's almost guaranteed they're not going to retire now this season because obviously um five years down the line, if you're comparing Brady and Brady and Rogers for first ballot Hall of Famers, you know. Um <laughs> You know, and it's only can only be one of them going in. You know, who's who's going to get the nod first? You know, yeah. he'll wait. He'll play another year and mm. then start start the clock then, so that he can guarantee he's a day one.
1: Very true. Yes, very true. Uh,
0: and if, as well, uh, you go to the UK Cowboys Group, um, the exclusive group that people are in, there's no details in there on how you can message us directly uh, and send us a voice message and if you send us a voice message we will play it on the show so you are part of the show happy days go on there and find out how Hmm. it's all moving on nicely it's all about trying to get as much to our mvps as the show as possible um so and don't worry we don't just play them we will be screening them so (laughs) <laughs> if uh, a certain person out there is trying to give Graham a load of Jep, I would just <laughs> swipe and delete. We're looking at you, <laughs> La Barca. We're
2: looking at you.
1: Yeah. Oh, Graham, you're in mute, mate.
2: That's the best um, part of the show, is it not? <laughs> True. True.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. So, uh, yeah, we're looking at our free agency. So, um, top of the news, obviously, Paul and Brian were speaking on Tuesday. Uh, Canon Moore's moving on. Looks like Shorty is going to be coming in as the OC. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, what is interesting is Mike McCarthy is obviously gonna be the, the the play caller, which we kind of it was expecting to happen. Um all I'm gonna say is it kind of changes how you've got to look now forward at free agency and the draft the Mike McCarthy system <laughs> and I'm already seeing how people are going to be talking but if you think of not so much like the you know the Mike McCarthy offense in 2018 and 19 when he was leaving mm. before that if you think about it and Graham will know because he's probably seen a lot of uh Green Bay Packers games on in his home yeah. it's the West Coast offense it's a lot of it's a lot of slant it's a lot of, of curls uh, and comebacks. And I could just see people now be, because the, the offense, really, when you stop and look at it, when you think about it, it's quite boring. <laughs> it really is because of like that style uh, of offense. It is effective. The only trouble I think with what happened with Mike McCarthy towards the end, why it stopped working, is that when you look at it, it's all about weapons, but he didn't really ever... There wasn't much mobility there. Do you know what I mean? In terms of pre-snap, like, you wouldn't have guys in motion or uh, play action wasn't really there. It was, these are my guys on the outside. They're going to beat you on these short passes and we're just going to quietly chip away like death of a thousand paper cuts. Don't you think, Greg?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um... <coughs> Let's get the ball out quick. It's not the air raid offense by any means. Um, <clears throat> but it always worked because Rogers always had a number one. Yeah. You know, you you think of um, the Jordy Nelsons uh through the Devontae Adams, he always had a number one go to third and long. Before that's where Everybody everybody knows it was going to Jordy Nelson. Everybody knows it was going to Devontae Adams, but it worked. Yeah. um I'm, I'm trying to think of the last time the Cowboys had a, a speed receiver mm. who Passable was a th- who was a thousand yards and, mm. and 10 touchdowns so it's 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 certainly built for a McCarthy offense um you've got CeeDee lamb you can move him all over the place um, michael Gallup can make the spectacular touches catches in the outside when he's when he's heads in the game um still a little bit bitter about that Replay, but trying, I'm trying to move on. Um, so it's it, it, The Cowboys' offense is in a good place to go to adjust.
3: What will be interesting to see is when he obviously when he had this year out and he had the the brain trust that he had. You know that obviously is part of his media tour that encouraged Jerry to actually sign him he got all these coaches together, watched all this game tape and all that. And he did say that, you know, his offensive philosophy had changed and he was going to, you know, if he was calling again, he would be changing his philosophy and it wouldn't be so much West Coast. So are we Mm -hmm. going to see a revert back to the Green Bay Packers offense or are we going to see something new? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, because... I mean, for a start, it's going to be a brand new t- terminology. It's going to be, you know, the by all accounts, the Kevin Neuer offense was pretty much very similar to the sort of nineteen nineties cowboys, where it was all numbered routes and everything like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you know, this is all changed, and with, especially with when it is a West Coast offense, the terminology is all completely different. It's very, um, you know, so so there is that. Then you know, as I say, it's. All the pieces, obviously we've hired the offensive line coach, um, a guy that's got a hell of a lot of experience in the league. Um, You know, Christy even coached under Tom Landry in eighty, eighty seven and 88. So, you know, that shows how long he's been in the league. Um, You know, we are still interviewing. I think there are other people that are in for interviews for the, the OC job. So I think the Rams tight end coach was in, and yes, I think some somebody to do with Detroit as well. I think Detroit's running back coach was it, or Carolina's were... running back? Yeah, coach. Carolina, Carolina, Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Carolina Carolina's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you had me going, um, then I was like, "What? Wow, I've missed this." I know, I know. So <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how he does, how it, how it all comes together, because you've got, you've obviously got to have all these coaches on the same page as well. I
1: will. Um, I'll. I'll say this in the matter when it comes to Mike McCarthy. I admire the fact that he's going to take the play call and He is taking more responsibility on his shoulders. If it's going to, like, if anything is going to be blamed on, it's going to take that blame on him. Like it's, it's not going to be yeah. passed on, to, passed on to anybody else. He's taking <laughs> the more responsibility. So I have to admire him for that. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: what I would say though is when you stop and you think about it. You think of the NFL, how many head coaches nowadays are offensive play callers? Because most of them are there because they were good play callers and they got promoted.
1: Yeah, and well that's why kind of Dan Quinn's kind of taking a step back from head Mm -hmm. coaching, especially. Like he wants to be more involved with the actual decision making in terms of his actual unit. So
0: knows he's on a good
1: thing yeah yeah he knows he's got a really good thing going from here in dallas and he doesn't want to disrupt that so um unless like a really good like years down the line growth and opportunity comes along then yeah then you might consider it but as of right now like why break something when you've got something going good for him right now Mm,
0: yeah yeah and uh, you know going forward as well (laughs) talking about them the mike mccarthy system is you, you said, you know, that Jordy Nelson uh, and Devontae Adams link, um, great. But you think as well, though, which is something the Cowboys are going to have to do. This is what I was leaning towards, is they need another, really, another two big wide receivers. Because you think they also had, um, oh, God, I had his name and I've forgotten. He came here to Dallas for a little bit, slot receiver. Randall, Randall, Cobb, Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb. And they also had the James... Uh, See, I have the names. and we talking? Are the names <laughs> gone? He always used to wear a hoodie. Playing, he's on the NFL Network. Yeah, James Jones. Yes, what, there you James go. Jones? Something like that, James Jones.
3: Yeah, yeah. Donald Driver as well. At one point, as well, yeah, he they, was they, another. Had a, they had a
0: batch of wide receivers. Don't you think about it? But they yeah. had like those those big four, and then they had like a, you know a a, a cluster of other wide receivers that they could throw around with. Um. That's important for this West Coast. It needs to have those guys. It needs to have though definitely needs to have plenty of motion in it. Because that's where I think Mike McCarthy got stuck in the mud at Green Bay. Um, but it's also when you stop and you think about it, it's the leaner running backs as well. When you think of like Ty Montgomery, um, and I forget the other running back who was there, they the you know, they're almost it's almost like he was trying to do the Debo Samuel idea. You know the, the the wide receiver that can also play running back, and that's going to be yeah. important. And now throw in as well, Gray. That's going to be needed in this draft. A
2: fullback. <laughs> well, they had the they had the Eddie Lacy's of the world as well.
0: Yeah, they had <laughs> cheeseburger um, Eddie.
2: So they, they, but they've they've never had. I don't think they've ever had a bell card. Um and you could argue that we don't really anymore um true i mean can it
1: can zeke handle the 30 carries the game i'm not sure um okay i will say, can, can I make, can I sorry um yeah. i will say this about zeke right and i think this is pretty much instrumental to what kellen moore was doing when you compare to the oc style what scotland did compared to kellen moore uh zeke was utilized completely different he was yeah. trying to be used as something else so i'm just wondering going forward we might get revert back to how zeke was originally utilized i mean you might actually see a lot more going forward i'm just saying it hypothetically speaking it could yeah yeah I but i don't know if i like that
0: though but here's a crazy one when you think about this. And it ties in nicely with, if you were to read between the lines of everything, before Callum Moore was getting his walking papers, we heard in the news, and Jerry Jones coming out saying, look, we're still on the line, on the hook, trying to get Odell Beckham Jr. in the building. Think about this. How effective, and I know, I know we got a lot of eye roll, but think how effective... On this offense, if it's the Mike McCarthy system with the West Coast offense and OBJ, who's king of the slant on yep. this offense,
1: it does make sense. So I, makes I, sense. I, I, I have to admit that. Um, but yeah,
2: um, I like OBJ in a contested catch as well. I have to admit, yeah, mm.
0: yeah, seam routes. just like think about it exactly yeah and you know on the other plus side odell Beckham's had a a year out off injury acl recovery all the rest of it
1: and just like any training video of players that are not got a contract they look amazing on our empty football field running with a camera (laughs) with a cameraman running beside them i mean to me that just doesn't cut the mustard anymore like the only people that it should be impressed it's actually coaches going to, to see them rather than an actual montage video that makes them look really good
0: yeah yeah it's yeah, why I, mean, I always that... tell people don't watch highlight clips this time of year of college players no. it's called a highlight clip for a reason mm-hmm. go on sorry Lauren
3: no, I mean, obviously we need to get OBJ back in. Do get him to actually sit and do the physical this time, yeah. and know know where we are before you make any decisions about signing him. Sure. And you know, great, yeah, we've got Britt Brown and all that and all those guys. You know, but he, you know, he wasn't willing to take advantage of that back in the, you know, when we were talking about signing him the first time. Um, you know, is he go- Is he going to sign with us now? And you know and get in the best shape or is he still planning to work out outside of the building or whatever and maximize his choices supposedly as, as time goes on. I don't know, but, um, uh, you know, we, we really need to get him signed now so that you get him into, you get him into Brett Brown's uh, domain and, um, you know, that'll, that'll get him ready for the season And, and test that knee as well.
0: Um, I also think as well a lot of people making a fuss about Schottenheimer, um, looking to be the guy who's going to step in, but when you think about it, if Mike McCarthy is the play caller, really all Schottenheimer is is literally just coordinating the position coaches. He's not actually going to have a big, big role. Like, you know, this is more of a, a, a the next run up the ladder for him. Do you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, I mean. Ultimately, if Mike McCarthy is calling the place, the the OC is effectively all he's in charge of is handling the offence Monday to Friday June practice. Yeah. Yeah. And so that Mike McCarthy can, you know, go into the the overview side of things and, you know, pick out when the practice times are, do his yeah. do his conferences and what have you. Um, you need you need an offensive coordinator so that Mike McCarthy can still keep an eye on what Dan Quinn's doing so that you don't end up with a a Buddy Ryan Mike Ditka situation yeah. <laughs> where which you know the media are obviously bring building as well that you know mm-hmm. if Mike McCarthy this year doesn't do well you've already got next year's coach in the building um, you know because Dan Quinn's obviously waiting you know he's he's being selective about his his uh, Next position or whatever So,
0: um. There you go That's why I think he's hanging about When you think there's only two years left on McCarthy So yeah. next season If you think about it if it, it doesn't go exactly to plan Like Dan Quinn is in a win-win system So if he has a good season And they get to the Super Bowl Well then they got to the Super Bowl If they don't it's Mike McCarthy's last year And Dan oh. Quinn's Going to be sitting there thinking
1: Hmm but uh, this is the crazy talk, right? If Mike McCaffrey does get us into the playoffs next season, just even the playoffs, when was the last time the Dallas Cowboys have went to the playoffs three years in a row? When has that happened? It can, though. No, but... Baby, hear what I'm saying, though. It's
3: like, that does not deserve to be sad, in my opinion. No, no, no. no. Yeah, and I mean, no. ov- obviously, you've already he- heard Jerry saying that he wants Mike McCarthy around as long as Tom Landry was. You know, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. um, You know, by it, by that, I can. You got another twenty-six years of. <laughs> 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 so.
0: Yeah, we've only scratched the surface. <laughs> oh, Marvin,
3: Marvin you know?
0: Lewis,
2: Marvin Lewis made a career out of getting to the playoffs and not getting to the Super Bowl <laughs> with the Bengals, right. so <laughs> <laughs> it can happen. <laughs>
0: Yeah. He was the world's greatest regular season coach. And it it was it wasn't like they were having massive winning seasons. It was like they would just get in in every time. Just 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 get in. So I've just
2: looked it up 16 years Marvin Lewis was with the Bengals. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. From, of... from 03 to 18.
0: And I, I think that like they probably never got past the divisional
1: you could probably put Pete Carroll up there as well, because how many years has he actually took Seattle to the playoffs with, with Wilson and with now without Wilson? He yeah. got the ring, well, though. That's the difference. I know, but, I know, but, but, but you get what I'm saying, though. Like, mm. like, Pete Carroll has always kind of kept the Seahawks relevant. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. Regardless who's playing quarterback or whoever his positional coaches are, he still managed to keep the, the ball rolling nearly mm. every year. And there's been years where they've had a terrible regular season, but they still managed to make the playoffs.
3: Yeah. you look at you look at Mike Tomlin as well in in Pittsburgh as well. This yeah, is the first yeah. year first year in his career that he never made the playoffs, but he still. I think what they just eat out a positive season, uh, uh, you know, a plus five hundred season. So um, he's never yet had a losing season. So, so um, I will say
0: one thing though about Mike Tomlin is I don't know if you've been watching this, the Senior ball. And um, Mike Tomlin, he's not there as a coach or nothing, but he's on there helping those kids. You want to see it? Yeah. He's not being paid to be there. They haven't asked him to, but he's just gone there off his own back, and he's in there advising the kids. So I'm like, hats off yeah, to definitely. you. Yeah. yeah. It, it was the
1: it was the exact same with Bill Belichick a couple of years ago. He who was the Denver Broncos defensive end, uh, Bradley Chubb. Bradley like, Chubb. You know, do you remember Bill Belichick was like? It's like even made the promises that. Um nah we're in no position to get get you you're too good blah blah blah, blah. but was what was work with you type of thing like let's kind of work on a couple of things like like yeah. that that's the type of people that you want to like come along and stuff like that and just really get your just really elevate your level and that and, Hel- and help say, you out
0: like
1: absolutely that. absolutely
0: yeah. yeah one day we will be at the senior bowl don't you worry we will be there <laughs> All right, should we get into this then, guys? Um, Let's talk about some of the free agents that are leaving Dallas. And what we'll do is I'll go through the list and people at home as well. Write the name down, uh, just type it in and say yes or no. And I'm just going to give you a few names. Tell me if you want, not if you think the Cowboys will keep, if you want to keep them, right? Okay. So it's keep or not. First on the line, straight away. I'm going to give you a nice one, Dalton Schultz.
3: No, I, I'd like pull? to keep. I'm, I'm I'd same. like to. I'd like to keep him, but I don't think we're going to be able to.
1: Mm. That's why. That's the only reason why I'm saying no is money. If he wants to sign a cheap deal, yes. But if if
2: <clears throat> the way the way it's going, no, I wouldn't compete to keep him. No.
1: And I think and we don't even know how you will deal in this new style of offense as well. We don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, and I think, and
3: obviously well. we've got we've got the air of parents in the building, uh, assuming go. they don't they don't have a sophomore slump, you know. So um, okay. that's that's the only thing. But obviously we have still got Lunder Wells, so uh, the Titans should still be able to build on last season. So. You yeah.
0: still got uh, McEwen as
1: well. Uh, yeah,
3: and
0: not yeah. to
1: mention there are some really good tight ends in this year's draft. Like, yep, we, there we, is. We, who knows? Like we might draft one in the third or fourth round again. Who knows? Mike, see when you say the name, just pull a pull a per year number
2: off the top of your head. Because if you want if if Dalton Schultz is wanting to sign for four million dollars, I would take that. He but will. he won't. That's no. the thing, he
0: won't. He's gonna be close to nine. No, Nah.
1: Mm-mm. nah. Mm-mm. That's what I'm it's gonna, gonna be. be. I'm doing the Shannon Mm-mm. Yeah, Mm-mm. <laughs> nah.
0: yeah. yeah.
2: Hender, Henderson and Ferguson are ascending players. I
1: don't yeah. think Schultz They're on, the, yeah. They're, they're on the rise. Even though they're, there are It was pretty much a development year, but we saw good glimpses of, especially Ferguson this year, who I think he's been a breath of fresh air, especially in terms of the run blocking, like from he Ferguson. Got better. He, he got a lot, but he was he, every game. He was getting better and better and better. And don't get me wrong, handle shot still got a bit to learn. Made a couple of drop passes and stuff like that. But I think going forward, I think he can actually be a good good weapon for the Cowboys.
2: I don't think Schultz will get offered the deal that the Cowboys offered them.
0: I think he'll be saying that they're gonna
1: be, they be miles apart they are gonna be miles apart yeah it's uh don't get me wrong Schultz had a really good strong end to the season and in the playoffs like he was pretty much the number two target to Dak in mm. both games um whatever teams will be in favor of bringing him in to offer him a, a contract maybe but I just don't see Dallas will want to compete with that personally so,
0: you you met, you just mentioned it though, Paul, about you know the, the tight end talent as well. Mm-hmm. Cowboys have got a pick in every round. Got yep. compensation compensatory picks coming in as well.
1: In fact, Mike, how many picks do we
3: have this year? Like just uh, in total? It, Ten.
0: Yeah. Ten. So so far. So far. Yep. That that can change. Um because you know what it's like. The compensatory um the way that the NFL works out common, it, it is a mystery. We don't really know. Um, that's, a,
2: that's a good number to move up, though. because You could 10, in the mid-rounds. 10 to 11 rookies are not going to make your team. Oh, no. So I mean, if you want to move around a little bit... And...
1: We've got a, we've got a little bit of uh, wiggle room pretty much this year, um, especially with the late-round late picks. We can maybe like bunch t- two picks together and move up a couple of places to get one yeah. guy that we do like. So... There is that, so...
0: And the other part as well is, you know, talking of senior bowl, there's a lot of guys in that that include a couple of the tight ends that you're looking in, you know, the third and fourth round who are going to be there. So that's an ideal spot where they can tinker around with that. And the the Cowboys generally, because I went back and (laughs) checked, I went back and checked that the only... Um, on the roster at the moment, the only and the only players that were at the the senior bowl the Cowboys have drafted is Zach Martin in the first round in two thousand and fourteen, and Sam Williams last year in the second round. All the rest have all been third round players. Yep. Or fourth round, or you know,
1: day three.
3: Yeah. Can we bring
1: Can you, up
2: Paul? that? Can we bring up that last you, question from Joe?
1: yeah yeah, that's what i was just about to say yeah, yeah. Uh, so joe's made a comment about uh so gallup is making 60 million dollars and don't think schultz is better than gallup um once again joe thanks for, thanks for the comments you are an absolute legend watching from italy once again our good friend um i will say this about michael gallup um a few of our content cowboys content has made this good point is whenever they Nearly every player, especially if you're coming back from injury, it's always a rebound. It's not a. It's a downfall season. That
0: first year is. That yeah. first year like, is like,
1: always a downfall. For him yeah, coming back different... from it, I think for no. that him from him coming back from an injury as well, we may have had, had him up too high expectations. Don't get me wrong. $60 dollars mm-hmm. is a lot of money, but for him mm-hmm. for this year, he needs to perform. He needs to perform next season. Yeah,
0: yeah. I <laughs> mean, just... like, there's a difference between. Um, being able to play and being healthy to play, like Michael Gallup and like loads of players. I hear it every time, they say it all the time that they're like, that first year, you know, when you've recovered from your ACL, they were like, that it, it's another year, although they can play, they're physically able to play because of the yeah. medical technology. It's just you're not, you're not healthy, fully healthy to play
3: and you see at the end, you see in this this week that they've announced that he's had two ankle so or, or yes. he's had two, yeah. two surgeries so scopes. scopes and i think something with one of the ankles as well yeah, so enough, yeah. um there's there's obviously there's he's been battling issues this towards the the latter end of the season anyway so um you know the fact that he's been on the field and try, at least trying is is showing that you know he is Realizes that he's got a lot on his case and he needs to, he needs to prove that. But um, oh, yeah, I'd look for him to bounce back next year. Yeah, you're
2: you hoping he bounces back. And just from a monetary perspective, it would cost you nineteen million dollars to get rid of Michael Gallup. Mm-hmm. So you're effectively taking nineteen yes, million dollars and a yeah. player off the off the off the salary cap. And remember, as of as of right now, Dalton Schultz is not a cowboy. So you're talking at least ten million dollars to bring him back. So that's a thirty million dollar swing to make one change.
0: Yep. And because you can would, would
2: stick. Would you stick can as well out. if you
0: if if you wanted to, you could restructure Gala and save nearly eight million dollars. Yeah. So there is that option. Um, but use the next one, and um, while while you're about to talk there, Lorne, I'll hit you with this one are we bringing back Anthony Brown with obviously the is still the injury concern that he's finished with you're looking like post camp when he's gonna be really truly available
1: Silence <laughs> mm.
2: I'll answer this go on there no no no.
1: As much as I, I think Brown's actually been okay. He's not been amazing. He has improved as a player, but with the injury now and stuff like that, uh, and especially with what you could, could potentially get in the draft and free agency, okay. 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 I don't. I'm gonna say no.
0: So I'm just gonna throw one thing in there then, while Lorne thinks a little bit. <laughs> um. <laughs> is uh what are we doing at cornerback then? Because right now, it's light. If we do not draft. keep Anthony Brown, if we don't keep it, you're going to have to draft more than one. You're going to yeah. have to draw draft a few. As well as on top of that, with the West Coast offense that we started the show off with, we're going to need wide receivers. We're going to need a, a ton of wide receivers. And think about this, that if they don't, and they miss on cornerback at this stage, if they don't keep Anthony Brown, then get ready for Calvin Joseph.
2: Well, that, that's the yeah. ideal scenario. That's mm. the ideal scenario. They would love to get ready for Kelvin Joseph. Yes. Sean right. They'd love to do it because they've spent second and third round picks on these guys. Whether yeah. they do it or not is a completely different story. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And, that's, and that, you've, that, you've, you've
2: that's you've also got Deron Bland to feature uh, as well. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that,
1: that's the gamble. That's the yeah. gamble right there. Yeah, for sure.
0: But, but I think the, the end of the season was the tweak of... Really where we're going to see it That if it stays this way Deron Bland's on the outside Which I don't like I prefer him in the slot It's better as a slot corner And You're going to have But you're going to have Deron Bland on the outside And you have it Izzy Mquamu in the middle Playing slot That's the way he's going to go And then outside of that You're just Literally You are on You're on toothpicks Hoping Something happens with Wright And Joseph something because at this age (laughs) joseph is a special teams contributor
3: i mean the the one thing i would the one thing i'd say is anthony brown didn't live up to the expectations you had of him coming out of training camp if you went and if you read the training camp reports all, all the time anthony brown was showing up every single day where Diggs, you know, the video was showing that Diggs was getting beaten one-on-ones with receivers, and he, you know, obviously took himself off social media after that. Uh Then, you know, Anthony Brown wasn't having that problem. He was actually, you know, everybody was saying, yeah, he's having a solid camp, he's coming out. And he wasn't as good this season, but as soon as he went down, you saw the problem that that became the weak link of our defence. And, you know, mm-hmm. teams were able to just literally take away the, the pass rush of our, our team by literally going throwing short because the receivers were playing, the defensive backs were playing off, throw short and throw to whoever was taking Brown's place. Um, so I think you keep him on the back burner and see, you know, see if there is anything you know, because he's obviously he's not going to be ready, as you say, he's not going to be ready until middle of camp at best. So you don't have to do anything with him just now. If come OTAs, the guys that you've drafted, the guys that you brought in don't appear to be shaping up, maybe think about picking them up for the training camp roster as well, and you can mm-hmm. you can do with them as you please then. I think
1: after the birds a, a question mark. We're unsure. Yeah, we haven't mentioned Jordan way. Lewis yet either. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think he's done. He he he's gone. They, We've they, seen the last they
2: make tried. they make four point seven on the cap if they move on from him. It's tempting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They will. They will. But with, yeah. they, with the injury, yeah, with the injury. Yeah, with the injury, and you think like they've got his replacement, who's in the building, so they're fine. But here's the next one for you, Dante Fowler. Uh, Paul, I'll ask you this. Are they going to keep or are we going to move on? You're looking at about 3 million, roughly.
1: For the year? Yeah. It does give you a good, different dynamic in that defensive line. Like, behind the actual, looking in the trenches, he's been really good. Mm -hmm. I I would bring him back. I would. I would bring him back 100%. Keep him. All right,
0: then. Here's a nice, easy one for everybody. Are you ready? Leighton Vanderash.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. well, well, I, I hope you've got a sound effect for this one. I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to need a number from you, Mike. <clears throat> so he
0: was a mil winnie last year. So he's done enough to double up.
1: Yeah, two million at least. Probably more. I wouldn't mind was
3: he, not, was he not was he not three million last year? Because I mean he would have been he would have been nine million had we guaranteed his fifth year salary, yeah. which we didn't. We then brought him back on I'm sure it was three million, I think it was this year. So you wouldn't probably mind,
2: for, for a starting linebacker, three million dollars is a good deal.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: It's whether somebody wants to, you know, somebody swimming in cap space wants to step in and offer him stupid six seven eight million dollars i'm not competing to keep him but for three million
1: dollars I'd, I'd welcome him back i would keep him because he i think he was a big difference he, maker he
0: ended up just ju-
1: yeah I, I was just going to say paul
0: uh to answer Lauren's question against the cap last year he ended up taking
1: 1.5 wow okay. yeah yeah i'd I, I bring him after? back like, like good money. It is honestly, I think LVE's deal last year was probably the biggest deal, with it, mm. all among the NFL. Like from what you were we were getting out of them. Like, yeah. when you look at and and obviously when LVE was not present on the field, you noticed there was a void in there. Oh um, yeah, You've there seen was a it. massive void. So to me, LVE has earned his right to get a new contract, like a two two year, three year deal. He deserves it.
0: Yeah, I'm got. I'm going that way. I'm going for for a multi-year deal <laughs> as well. Yeah. Um, three because I can spread that signing bonus out a bit. Um, exactly. Another easy one as well. Answer me this one, guys. Jonathan Hankins.
1: Oh yes. Oh yes.
0: Yeah. Should we say one point uh, yeah, four? One point
1: four. If we can get, if we can get for that, and also don't forget, he is in the later part of his career, so. He'll try and True. take any. He'll take any pre, half decent deal when it comes. So, I think uh, Quinn will vouch to try and get him back in for sure. Now, I this one to, I'd
2: gonna...
1: love to address defensive tackle in the draft. As a, if we can get a one-tech I, do I don't think yeah. we need. We don't need to draft another free tech. I don't think. <clears throat> I just think we need another one tech. I mean, we,
2: we play them often enough in the NFC East. It would li- it be nice to have one of
0: our own. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Here's another easy one, guys, but it might not be so easy um, because the injury concerns. Terrence Steele.
1: Yes, 100%. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. Uh,
0: especially regard- especially regard- with the questions for Re-
2: Smith.
1: One Re- regard- are you happy control- with a male?
3: I th- I think he he's actually because he's a restricted free agent you you've got specific tenders yeah, that you've got a you've right. got a list yeah. um I, depending on what you want compensation if he goes off and signs somewhere else mm-hmm. so um I I think I'd go at least a second round compensation on him um
0: for the right of first refusal you mean
3: for the right of first refusal yeah, yeah. yeah. Because um, you've got to remember he's a UDFA, so you you get nothing if you just tender him the bare minimum. Um, so you, yeah. you need to tender him with something that so that he actually gets something back. Um, mm-hmm. Again, you know, he, he should bounce back quite easily from the, the surgery and everything like that. And uh, for offensive linemen, it is easier to come back from an ACL. Yeah.
1: But... Um, and not just that, like if he gets in an tra- off-season training camp with Drew Mannyweather, imagine what he can do after that. Yep. Like That mm-hmm. was just one one year training with him, and we saw uh, an incredible turnaround in Turnsteel. Steele. And let's, let's be perfectly honest here, if Terence Steele did not get injured this year, he'd be one of the first people getting voted into this Pro Bowl this year. Yeah. I would. Yeah, um, I mean,
3: with yeah. all these guys, you know, Tyler Biadish has been added to the Pro Bowl this week because. Um, yes, that's you right. You know, things like that. You, you know, we could potentially have three or four people on that offensive line going in. You know, if if Terrence Steele was still there, you'd you'd be looking at three or four people going in because. Yeah. Um, It it was a good offensive line, and then again that took a step back when Terrence Steele went down injured. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and that we've seen as well the link up between Zach Martin and Steele on that right hand side, especially in the run game.
1: Oh yes, like like, and it was smooth. The the PFF charts were off the chain, but we came today to... Is yeah. together like you saw the different? You saw the difference in terms of uh, their effective score and everything. They were mm-hmm. right up there, like for what seven weeks in a row.
0: Yeah, and I did a tweet if if you remember of what it was like the average yards per carry for Zeke and Pollard with Terrence Steel in and Terrence Steele gone, and it was like chopped in half.
1: Yeah, Mass, <laughs> massive difference, Mass, massive yeah. difference. Yeah.
0: All right, and use my next one for you, Noah Brang. No, West Coast offense, and the thing that sticks in my mind, the Jacksonville Jaguar fumble.
3: Yep and that was effectively on a sort of slant play as well. So exactly, you you need it. You need him to be sure-handed over the over the middle, and you know, I think you know there was quite a few drops by him as well towards the latter part of the season as well, and it all depend that tended to be the sort of over the middle catches that you know he was he was dropping so mm-hmm. um, he
0: started off so strong he started off really really well that when we I, had no wide receivers he was the man
1: whether that's under the fact that he was pretty much walking beside Cooper Rush like throughout all training camp he wasn't getting that more wide yeah, the connection the, the yeah. connection with Dak is more he's got a better understanding with Cooper Rush than he does with that so I'm just wondering that is might have been the bet the, the whole factor behind mm-hmm. that so if are our quarterback then no I would yeah. not bring Robert Brown back
0: Graham
2: this question Graham. would be a lot easier if Jalen Tolbert would
0: <laughs> yeah
2: live sure. it up a little bit wouldn't it and you mm. got to think
0: that uh, speaking of Big Game James before the show, and you've got to think, you know, with Jalen Tolbert, is a guy that spent an entire year, like not even a sniff, Like we've we seen him and it was bad. Once not. Yeah, it, it wasn't great. But a, a guy who spent an entire year inactive is suddenly in year two going to take this big step up to then... Garner those targets that
1: Noah Brown was getting and be effective. I will say we're we we're gonna draft wide receiver again this year. <laughs> You're
0: gonna have to, we,
1: we, we are easily, we are, especially if we're, we're approaching this new type of style of office. We need yeah. to get We need either free agency or draft. We're gonna to have to bring someone in, it's gonna uh, a, uh, a complement that.
0: You're just gonna <laughs> need to take a bath.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> la, 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 la Basque with with the roasting already. Who is? <laughs> oh,
0: because you got to think as
2: good.
1: well. It just got cold in here. <laughs> <laughs> you, I feel like jeopardy there. Who is?
3: Jalen October. Yeah,
0: but you got to think as well though that Ty Hilton's not coming back, right? Re- so forget really? about that. P- people are like saying, "Oh, what would you do with Ty?" It's like he's not coming. I understand, it's not. But we want to keep him or anything else because he probably could have a role in the Mike McCarthy West Coast offense. It probably would work because yeah. um, he do, he he can run slants uh, and crosses. But you've got to think he doesn't want to. He he's, he said that I want to spend the year watching my kids growing up, playing football. I'll come and join a team towards the end of the season, and he's going to do what he done this year. He's going to wait for yeah. that team that's on the 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 peak. Of getting into the playoffs And that's the team he's going to go with And mm. I'm speaking to Cowboys Can fan About this as well um, But let's talk about the next guy um, And Paul I'll let you answer this one And then um, we'll go around the horn Conor McGovern. yes, Nice and easy
2: <laughs> Go on Graham no, Go on no, Paul. <laughs> Paul put go. his head above the parapet first
0: <laughs> Paul says yes What do you say then Mr Graham Ah, <sighs> um. Uh,
1: well, well, let me let me add to on, my answer on, before we're extend, to the extend. Yes. If if we can keep Conor McGovern playing in the one position, in the yes. one position only, absolutely. But if we're gonna shift them in the goalpost, playing them in <laughs> full, full back position, on <laughs> well, the damn
0: cabinet, it, you beat me to it.
1: <laughs> like then no, <laughs> then no, because. <laughs> I would disagree we, we, with you. No, no, but but, he, but he, here's the thing, though. We're, we're, when McGovern was getting into the rhythm and playing that one position and one position only yeah, in left yeah, yeah. guard, I'm he was getting up. better and better and better, yeah, and, and, and and we saw the continuity in the O line getting overall yeah. better. So yes, mm-hmm. I would bring him back 100% if he's playing at left guard and left guard only.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. right. Okay, no, no. I like go because he's got a rebuttal, but. <laughs> but what, what I'm saying is, you could still go and draft a left guard because I want to keep Tyler yeah. Smith at left tackle. I know I can keep Conor McGovern if I can keep him cheap enough and he solves your fullback problem on the Mike McCarthy offense.
1: I bring back Keith Smith back for fullback. Yeah, you,
0: you could bring the old Smiths to back. He was a, a guy. Is he even in I, the league?
1: He's still with the Vulcan, Falcons, I believe. Unless he? he's... Yeah, yeah yep. he's still with the Falcons, yep. Yeah and look what he's done look what he's done for cordell Patterson. no
0: i'm i'm,
1: I'm just saying i'm just saying he's, a fan, he's still a cowboys fan favorite especially here in the uk like yeah. with, with, like keith's mother she's an absolute wonderful woman she's like well, she still talks to cowboys nation that i would mm. love to see keith smith back in dallas i would <laughs> love that to happen
0: <laughs> yep. but i mean like you know conor mcgevin he gives you that that what we We'll call it this the, the six O L formation, but he is effectively playing fullback. And if you keep him and you keep him cheap enough, he's not gonna give you any receiving option or, or or running, but you might do, and then I can get my ten dollars back off Rob Phillips. But,
1: <laughs> uh, but that was for that was that, that was for last season, though. I know.
0: <laughs> and he, he needs to come back to the Cowboys so I can make another bet. So um he could play your fullback position for you.
3: But I think on, I think you oh, need I think oh. you need to get I think you need to get him signed before free agency because there will be teams that you know the the same way that we thought Connor Connor Williams wasn't going to get signed anywhere else there will be teams that will snap him up and bring him in and you know he's he's looking on a major payday um, you know the fact that the Dallas line was one of the better teams certainly in the upper echelon of this league. Um, you know, suggests that, you know, any anybody who's cast off from Dallas, whether it be because they're out of contract or, you know, they've been cut, they will get a look in by other teams. So
0: hmm.
3: um and you know, especially you know, Kellen Moore's looking for a new fullback potentially for the <laughs> for the Chargers <laughs> as well. You know, they've <laughs> they've already he's already moving Austin Eckler to the center, you know, so
1: Right. I, I, right. Re, I, I really want to hear Drenner's point of view, and if he mentions Connor Williams, after yeah, after yeah. yeah. a rebuttal for Connor Williams, his
0: rebuttal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got a canter. He has a canter. Right. Go ahead, Gray.
1: Right, okay, here's one for you.
2: The, the Chicago Bears have 90 million dollars to spend. Wouldn't the Chicago Bears love to add Connor McGovern for 12 million dollars a
1: season? But they're not going to bring in an guard. They're going to draft an our tour By the way, things are going right now. But that's the thing, though. If they've got ninety million dollars to spend, <laughs>
2: why don't they just go shopping? You know, like and spend the stupid money. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna compete to keep Connor McGovern. And here's another angle I'll give you for that. Tyron Smith hit first rounder. Zach Martin hit first rounder.
0: Um, they do They do get you, like, offensive linemen um, really well in the
2: draft Travis Frederick, hit first rounder Ty- uh, Tyler Smith, hit first rounder
0: mm.
2: They can draft offensive linemen And how good would it be? Really well really How well. good would it be to have two first round hits On that left side Then you've got, you keep the left, Steele, the right. Zach Martin yeah. Tyler Beadish is starting to turn into a bit of a player wouldn't that help Dak an awful lot if he could stand in the pocket?
1: Mm. See, I, I agree with that. I agree with that point of view for sure. Um, the 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 argument I have is when you're when we're referring to Connor Williams talking about him and that and stuff like that. <sighs> Williams is not good enough. Like playing left guard, I'm sorry, he was never a guard in the first place. Connor Williams, and he yeah. got put in there. Where's McGovern? He was always being utilized as a guy that can put in any position from center to right guard to left guard, whatever. Like, like me, it might as well put him in bloody corner at this rate, right? But we saw with uh. McGovern, like the difference between Connor Williams and Connor McGovern is like McGovern was put in there as, as a like whenever Williams did really bad, McGovern was given very less pre- preparation for it in that bad scenario. But when you actually gave McGovern time to actually play the position, we saw the improvement. Whereas Williams had three years in a row, pretty much, to play guard and did literally he or so. That's my argument when it comes to corner Williams versus corner McGovern. When we, when we talk um, about competing,
0: yeah, all right, use, use the
2: these thing. free agents like. Remember, you're gonna have to get digs done. And Diggs yeah. is gonna his agent right now has been instructed to make him the highest paid.
1: He's not gonna get without,
2: that. Without without a doubt. No, that's that's where he start. I'm not gonna say he's get he's gonna get that, but that is that is where he's been told go for highest paid. Base. Yeah, you yeah. are you yeah. are the number one corner on America's team, so aim for highest paid. Um they're gonna have to and they find know, and that they know.
0: space. Yeah. And they know a number of things as well with that. A, it's uh, the cornerback position, which is really hard to find. And the Cowboys very rarely find anything <laughs> decent in the cornerback position, usually for uh, the track. But
3: yeah,
0: yeah. Here, here's the next one. Here's the next one. This one's a little bit finicky. Donovan Wilson. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Paul's keeping him. Lawn's garden.
1: The guy's been an absolute rock for our fucking. So, straight to my French. Um, <laughs> 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 sorry. Um, like, 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 Donovan Wilson's been an absolute rock within our secondary. Really has. He's the one who's actually been laying the hits on. I yeah. keep him. According to
2: Over the Cap, Donovan Wilson played 83% of the snaps this year. Mm mm-hmm. that, that makes him a starter.
0: Yes.
3: I I would bring him back again. It's you know there was a drop off last year and this year was a contract year. You know a couple of years back he he had a contract year as well and he stepped up and you know so if the deals if the deal's right and it is a you know very much an incentive based contract I would I would bring him back. Um You know and and again if you are talking that you're. You're going to be making McQuamu your your nickel corner. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're you're probably looking at that if if, if that's the plan because McQuamu would be obviously the 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 next person to step in for that that sort of big nickel and three three safety set.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you'd, if you lose Wilson, you and you are moving McQuamu to the cornerback, then you're probably talking that. Your marquee spell is your next man up sort of thing. um And he's undrafted uh, rookie. So, I'd... yeah, again, uh, again, we've got to be smart with the money, to be honest, I think.
0: Yeah, um, because here comes the trickiest one of all, what you're doing here, right? Here we go. Yeah. You can answer first, Graham, because <laughs> you've always <laughs> been able to think. So you, you're on the hook now. Right. And this could be a... a UK Cowboys TV mini moment right here. Oh, here we go. So I've taken note of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Pollard. Oh.
2: Wow. I didn't think you, that's not who I thought you were gonna say. We'll get to him. <laughs> um <sighs> Tony Pollard.
3: I think I think you give him you either franchise him or you give him a prove it deal this year um by all accounts again he's had surgery since since the injury it wasn't on the fibula it was mm-hmm. surgery on the tendons that yeah. you know he he did in his ankle so which you know yes it said it was a high ankle sprain but if they're doing surgery on the tendons that's something slightly worse than a a high ankle sprain um you know and they, they didn't even put a plate in for the fibula as well so Um, there there is a question mark about how he's going to bounce back, even though by all accounts, by the time we get to OTAs he should be ready to go Um, but you know, uh, and depending on what you do with Zeke because obviously Zeke has said he wants to take a pay cut Stephen and Jerry have said that they want Zeke to take the pay cut but you know, how much of a pay cut is it you know, is it then going to be, well, no, sorry, you're not willing to take as much, so buy Zeke, you know. Um, He's going to
0: have to take a considerable amount, mind you. Do you know what I mean? It's got to be yeah. comfortable for Zeke because he's earning close to 17 next season. Six and a, 16 and a half is the cap costs. So he's going to have to be more than a 50% pay cut is the issue. Like people are like saying 5 million is too much. But I'm thinking Tony pollard's going to be asking for something in the range of four, so that puts you at nine
1: with those two.
0: If they get that far down.
3: Well, it
1: comes to likes of Tony pollard and it's a shame that obviously he picked up the injury and stuff, but that's oh, like, yeah, yeah. but that is a blessing for the Dallas Boys front office in a way. Yeah, it's a bargaining it's chip. A, it's a bargaining chip. It's yeah. going to put other teams off to offer him a bigger contract oh. because. The, because like like I've mentioned before on previous weeks and on the world's team is that with that injury now we have the more in-depth medical notes on Tony Pollard we'll have everything whereas teams are going to go in with a more how's your knee question pretty much they mm. won't have, they won't have access to the medical record so um, I just don't I, I don't see would I bring T- Pollard back. If it's, a, if it's a deal that makes sense, then yeah, but um, again, I'm looking at this draft and there's some really good running backs that we can bring in.
0: Oh, yeah, and yeah. here's one for you just fr- from the Twitter conversations. Uh, thank you very much, DK Cowboys Forever, saying sign Tony Pollard LVE and Donovan Wilson.
3: I mean, P- Pollard, if you, are, if you are moving to a West Coast offense, Pollard would be your he ideal helps. back. Yeah, because he he can be that dual threat, catching passes out the backfield, moving out to a slot receiver, Until all, of that sort, all of that sort of thing. Yeah. Where Zeke would, oh Zeke would almost have to look at becoming a fullback. Um, you know the sort of Tom Rathman idea. Um, uh, you know because he 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 hasn't been known to be. You know, when you've seen him coming out of the backfield this time, whether it's Dak throwing the ball too early or whatever, he he doesn't have that same awareness for catching the ball out of the backfield. And there's been a number of times where he's bobbled catches as well. Um, so Zeke, you're probably letting go and Pollard, you'd bring back in. If you, if, if you are moving to a true West Coast.
2: Need,
1: so, no, to, is, uh, oh, sorry, on your
2: program. So, to franchise Tony Pollard, you're probably looking around 13 to 14 million dollars. No, ten point one.
3: I thought
0: it was close to nine. Ten point one. It is.
3: I, I think on, the, on it's been announced on the on the back of the them setting the salary cap this week. Yeah. that, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. that then actually sets the the markers for each position. Yeah. Is it still the average of the top five?
2: Top five
3: paid, is that right? Yeah, yes. I think it's
2: somewhere like that. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Well, how 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 solid is the Zeke pay cut talk? Because remember, this is this is the same Zeke Elliott that held out after his yeah. third season.
0: No, it's serious, I, I, and and Zeke has said like uh, he's willing to talk about it, you know, and to take that. Um, so it is. I'll, it is I'll, on the cards. I think it will happen. It's just, I think it's not a case of um, is it true or isn't it? it? It's more of a case of how low will it go, and is that worth I'll, that I'll, value? I'll, I'll believe it when I see it.
1: And just to add on top as well, like, and I know we're talking about Pollard, but in terms of Zeke, right. in terms of Zeke, we're not going to cut Ezekiel Elliott. Is going to hit as exactly. Hard but yeah, it will do, do. do more damage to the Cowboys front office and our salary crap than it than it is to keeping them. I might be being cynical. No, you, Paul, you but... can
3: you can get rid of him by putting him as a June first cut, much yeah. like you did with Tony Romo, and you know because obviously the, I noticed this week. Obviously, as soon as Tom Brady announced that he's retiring, his cap figure is suddenly gone to thirty million at the moment, but. Um, the guy that runs over the cap, his Twitter, somebody had asked him how are Tampa going to handle that and what they reckon is they'll sign uh, Brady to a one year $1.15 million contract. That then takes away those void years at, at the moment and then you can June 1st them, um, and it's only a $10 million cap hit for them and then you know Yes, it's something like twenty million the next year or whatever. But that's how you can work around that. So by putting uh, Zeke as a June first, you actually do still make a lot more money. I think it's almost ten million that you get back. Um, let me just. I you're right. Yeah, you're, you're and...
2: right, Lauren. It's it's so if you make them a post June one, apparently you it's five point eight million in dead money, which is the hmm. sore one. Hmm. Um, but you do get almost eleven. It's ten point yeah, nine. Ten point nine um my thought this the, the tony Pollard conversation is going to rumble for a bit um i it's tough making uh what we call him a two down back it's tough making a two down back a franchise tag and i don't know if he's going to sign a prove it deal because there's two i think there's too many teams out there who love his tape with an awful lot of money to burn i keep going i mean do you not think the Bears would love tony Pollard Do you know?
1: Do you know
0: what? Yeah. Let me just go through this uh, because I know I I looked at this before, right? And this will make it. This will make you really mad. Um. Let me find it. Right. Yeah. Here we go. Do you know how much the Kansas City Chiefs spent this year? They they cap cost on running backs. Seven million. It'll be peanuts. Tell you now, and it will shock you. Ready?
3: Go for it. Go on.
0: Three point two million uh, nothing, nothing. Running yeah. back by command. and they're in the Super Bowl. Not yeah. only are they in the Super Bowl, they're in the Super Bowl uh, again, <laughs> and they're heavy favorites.
1: That's crazy.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't know the Chiefs that well, but I would class the Chiefs as, "Oh, you want big money? Oh, okay, see you later. We'll we'll go
0: and, we'll go and draft somebody else." Um, I, I could go through the numbers for you So Ronald Jones is the most expensive Running back at 1.5 Jarek McKinnon's 1 And Isaiah uh, Pish However you pronounce it Pashiko Are they all uh, on the reviews? 700
3: Pashiko uh, uh, certainly Pishico.
0: is Yeah definitely That's almost
2: That's almost Old school cowboys, you know, Demarco Murray type situation. You know, <laughs> yeah. we went back to the days where they didn't pay running back. Mm-hmm. They ran him into the ground and let the Eagles I'm overpay gone. him. Um, there's been a there's been a certain switch in how the cowboys treat running backs, um, because
0: oh, yeah. See I mean, now, here's my issue with Tony Pollard is that I have got to stick to my guns with what I've said before. Is that I have absolutely no trouble in you drafting a running back if he's worthy enough, like Zeke was with a first-round pick. If he's your guy, he's your guy. If he's going to help your team, which he was in the pass blocking, um, traits that he had to help Tony Romo stay upright was the plan. And i got no problem with that. The issue I've got problems with is um, continuing that contract on it is like you say, Graham. It's lick 'em, stick 'em, and chuck them away. Yep. And if you ever look mm-hmm. historically, um, if you go from running backs in history, do you know in terms of contracts, where a running back is most efficient? The rookie contract, rookie deal. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. Th- deal. Those first four years are the most. They're, they're the most effective. And then the first deal is is fairly close. It's not that far off, but it does take a little dip. And then after that, it's just a complete shelf off. Um, But let's talk about this, guys, because this is a bit of a a tricky one, a difficult one to talk about. Dak Prescott. Um, So his cap is close to 50 million next year. Now, you can, if you wanted to, you can restructure him. Right, Restructuring will save you 20, 22 and a half mil on the cap, right? And now, obviously, we've got the void years, which is what the problem is in restructuring, is it's going to tilt all that money backwards. And this is why I said all the way back many moons ago about extending him, is it alleviates the issue. But what it will do is it will, in fact, this season as well, Save you twenty-four million on the cap, depending on the deal, and obviously that also depends if Dak's willing to sign an extension.
1: In a way, what we it did with the... Tango. In a way, what we can kind of with the Marcus Lawrence, but rather than letting him go, we gave him an extension.
0: The Same thing.
1: Yeah, mm. yeah.
0: but the, the issue you see that you've got with the Dak Prescott deal is they they restructured him last year. First of all, right? Got no problems in doing that as long as you've got a plan. This seems to be the plan. Um, the 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 problem they got is that when they signed the deal, and what was the nice if they left it as it was was the the void years. Yeah, but the trouble is, is once you restructure, it leans everything back into those years. So yep. effectively, you're paying money for something you don't have. Yep. To the tune yeah,
2: twenty one million dollars.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. But that's yeah. why if you extend him, it's not moving the problem away. You've just got to be smart with what you do now in terms of the rest of your contracts. Because if you've got to restructure that, it just puts you all back into this bind again. And you're just going to be like, oh, God, we've got to extend him again. There I are things it. that you can hate do. the
2: word restructure. I despise <laughs> the word restructure.
0: I don't, I don't mind it. I don't mind it it's just if you're going to if you're going to do it make sure you've got a plan going forward and it really i think the best idea the best plan you can do for Dak at this stage and i know people hate it because they're just like oh he's regressed and all of this yeah okay you can say what you want about Dak's game what have you he's still starting quarterback in the NFL you can extend him And that big thing that everybody had problems with before, going, oh, we want him to sign a four-year deal, three-year deal, all the rest of it. Well, this helps everybody out. It's ticking boxes on everybody's side. The only thing you've got to do is, if you're going to extend him, it needs to be the right sort of deal, and Dak has to be able to agree to that. If he doesn't, we're back stuck in the mud. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, I th- I think obviously when we did the deal as well, we were still expecting the salary cap was going to yeah 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 suddenly, it, has gone up, sky- it has gone up it, it has it's gone up eighteen I think it's eighteen million on last yeah, year a, or something a like big that jump. but but there was talk that you you know you were going to get a season where it suddenly jumped fifty million or whatever yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> there is that but yeah I mean we certainly You know, as as Graham says, it's 21 million if he's out of contract by the end of next uh, 2024 season. If he's not signed another contract, then obviously it's 21 million dead cap in 2025. Um, You know, because even though it's two, he's got two voided cap years or Mm -hmm. two voidable years, if he's out of contract at that point, both years get compressed into one. There you go. Um, See? Yeah. So, you know, that's a hell of a that's a hell of a dead cap hit to take year. It is a year.
0: it's a chunk. Yeah. yeah. And it's kind but, of like really where the Saints are at the moment. If you stop and you look at the Saints, like they literally have got to restructure their entire team in contracts yeah. just to get them to a point where they can sign their draft picks.
1: That's mad. Yeah.
0: Yeah, when you look at it, there's like a few things they can they can cut some players and all the rest of it. But they go take a look at it. There's loads of restructuring. They can do it, but they just you kind of like
3: yeah. The 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 Saints and the Bucket, the Saints and the Buccaneers are at presently sixty million and fifty five million over over the cap, and like if
0: wow. Yeah, but take a look at the took at the look at the Saints roster then. So what you got to then do is you go, wow, they're that far, out, and look at their roster, and you go, like, what am I doing here? How am I going to balance this? And there's a way to do it, but because they got a, a few guys on some big contracts that they can play tinker around with, but it's a lot of work they got to do, and they they need to do it. But obviously it puts them in a hole because you're you're beholden to them for longer. Do you know what I mean? You can't look kind of like how the Cowboys are with Dak. Um, but here's the question, and I'll pose it to Paul. Tyron Smith, Ron Smith. Ooh. So he is uh, 17 and a half on the cap next year. Um, now, they could restructure it, but I'm not sure if you want to restructure an aged Tyron Smith uh, at this point with all those injury problems. They can make him a post-June 1 cut, uh, which will save you nearly $14 on the cap.
1: But this is Ron Smith we're talking about. I think think as sad as as it pains me to say it, I think we're going to have to cut him. Um, is
0: it is it the cap concerns or is it the injury concerns both? Binded with oh, both?
1: Yeah. It's both yeah it's definitely it's definitely both like yeah we, like we've not had a full season of tyron smith since a what, very long tw- time. T- like yeah like i think like 2012 yeah it's a decade yeah. so there you go like for nearly a whole decade we've not had a full season of tyron smith and it seems to be worse and worse like nearly a whole season there and a whole season there. And yeah, I think it. You, for if you're paying that guy all that type of money, you need him on the field. And I would have to, unfortunately, I would have to come. Because when he is on the field, he is good. There's no doubt about that. But now knowing that we've got Tyler Smith playing left tackle now and he's not as effective on the right, what do we do? And obviously, yeah. where we're talking about like a tear steel as well, I think we're we are going to have to cut and maybe look towards in the draft as well to get more bodies in for rotation in case of that scenario. So, the, mm.
2: the injuries
1: the injury started 2016 or oh, 2016.
2: Wow. Well, yeah, it's still long and
1: enough, it's still, uh, yeah. it's, it's almost uh, eight uh,
3: years almost, and again, years. he's he's had um surgery this week as well. So, yeah. uh you know for uh, clean up operations as mm-hmm. well, but if you if you read what uh, Jerry and Stephen have said at the senior bowl, they they fully expect Tyrant to be back this this coming year. Um, now that could, again that could still be showmanship and everything like that, but um, it's you know it essentially has to be Tyrant's decision. I think Jerry will keep him around as long as he can. But it needs to be Tyron Smith saying, "Like I've had enough. I've had so many injuries. I want to be able. To, I want to be able to walk and carry my kids." Um, you, you know, obviously, he's oh, yeah. moved on. But watching Lyle Collins on Instagram at the moment, and he's practically having to slide out the back of his truck. <laughs> um, to, to, go down, to go down to the beach with his kids and things like mm. that, because he's injured at the moment. And, I shouldn't laugh, um, but that
1: is quite a funny picture. Yeah, yeah. But, uh,
3: yeah.
1: I, I think it's not so much the kids. I think he'll be wanting to make sure he can still go on his fishing trips in the Bahamas with uh, very true uh, with friends, I know. <laughs> yeah, because <Yeah. So. laughs> here's the final one,
0: and then we'll round it up with what we talked about because we make making Uh The last one I looked at on you, which is a very tricky one. And it's one that's close to the heart, especially for Paul. Neville Gallimore, three million on the cap this year—is that worth keeping? Sorry for what he's provided. No, guys, you
1: don't have to be sorry because I'm on board. With what you're going to say, yeah. I'm on board yeah. with it. Cause...
0: I, I can see. I, I hate seeing you well up. Look, I can see wiping the tears from your right eye. Then you just <laughs> made it look like you're wiping your nose. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like like there's everything all the problems that we've seen uh also we find out you can't play defensive back as well so there's another position you can't play
1: that's not his fault though mate come on i know
0: that i know that i was being i was being silly
1: Like i will say this me being a massive massive neville gallimore fan i still have the video Yep, everybody knows that it's well documented. Why I like Gallimore, especially in college, he just has not stepped up to the plate when it comes to being in the pros, unfortunately. And wherever we've utilized them more as a one tech, you could put it down to that. But the guy is purely a free tech defensive end, uh, defensive tackle, pass rushing as well. Power yeah, rushing. yeah, and also he probably might have a better chance going somewhere else and might actually be more beneficial to him, where a team might need a free-tech. Because we've got Osa, we've got Lexa Chansey Dolston, who can play that as well.
0: And he was playing really well at the back end.
1: Exactly. I just don't see
3: any room for him at all. I I still think they need to have a rotation. Go on, No, as you say, I mean, obviously... He finished off the end of the season there. He was on inactive most most games as well, and there was he was one the Bucks. yeah, and he was inactive at certain points throughout the season where you know he then went on to his his social media and removed everything to do with the Cowboys, yeah. and you all thought that he was going to be he was going to be a trade deadline uh, trade as well, um, but you know. Mike uh, Danquin's defense is very much a case of you know who are you facing this week, right? Okay, Chansey Golston, you're in. Um, uh, we're we're facing somebody true. different this week. True. Neville Gallimore, you're in, and all that yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: there's a rotation have... in the game and pre-game.
3: Yeah, and I mean it's it is still is rookie contract. It, you know, true. it is cheap. Um, and, you, you know, obviously we do have players that when it is their their contract year, they do suddenly ball out. So, mm. um, you I know. And, yeah.
0: <laughs> because, I mean, like, D- Dorrance Armstrong, I'm just going through the numbers. Dorrance Armstrong is, like, the highest behind DeMarcus Lawrence in terms of defence. And that's 7.2. And with what he provided last year, yeah, worth that. I can take that. You know, when you think there's games where... And he did it on more than one occasion where he's got a sack, a fumble and a punt block all in one game. (laughs) And you're just like, yeah, that's worth seven million. Thank you very much. So going off that, I made some notes. So going off what we were all saying, consensus and the MVPs of the show as well. um, So we're saying no to tight end, which means looking at that based off what we have behind as well. I'm still saying that's a position of need going into the draft or free agency. Uh, Offensive line, because we're we're not so sure on Conor McGovern. Um, I'm sure. (laughs) You're sure, yeah. Terrence Steele, obviously injury. So offensive line is a position of need. Uh, We've said no to Anthony Brown uh, and Jordan Lewis. Cornerback, huge need. Otherwise, we're going to have a heavy dose of uh, you-know-what going on there. And youth. <laughs> yeah a truly and then young core <laughs> <laughs> we got running back um depending on what they do on zeke's contract tony paul what they do there, so running back is going to be something that's big on the high on the list and defensive tackle so it kind of already goes with what people were saying before we got we sort of made the show pointless um but um <laughs> 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 but you know they're there are parts but I would say add into that list with what we've looked at. I would still say wide receiver's huge. It's, it's just it's massive, and the problem we got with people are saying about the wide pre- wide receiver position this year and everything. I would say that there's some nice depth there, but generally it's not as talented as you know years previous. There's some talent there, but you know, like every year, it's always like. As it has been probably for the like her last half decade, what's the most talented position group? It's always been the wide receivers. We're like, oh, really talented wide receivers, really talented wide. When you think what's been coming through this year, not so much. So it's gonna what, have to what, be an early pick or just scramble what with what fr- you can find. What
2: frustrates me is that I agree with you. I would add wide receiver to the list, but um. Was it a second round pick on Jalen Talbert? Third, third round mm-hmm. pick on Jalen Talbert. A second round pick on um, Sam Williams. On Sam, and then you go, you go with uh, two years ago. Third round pick on Nation Wright. Mm-hmm. Second round pick on Kelvin Joseph. It's mm-hmm. not like they haven't tried to address it. See if these guys were where who we thought they were going to be. You could scrub those two off the list.
1: I'm telling you. Straight away yeah. you've
2: got Diggs, Bland, Wright, Joseph, four young guys. That's a that's a great step. if they were if they were who they thought they were gonna be, twenty-six could be a luxury pick. Uh yeah. <laughs> But, like we say all the time, it's a lottery. Um, yeah, as I was
1: just about to say, what do we always say about the draft? Mr. Is- Mr.
2: Irrelevant was playing in the Championship game on Sunday. Starting in the Championship game on Sunday. So
1: For two minutes?
2: No, for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a sore one. That's <laughs> a sore one.
0: Um, but, uh, all right then. But, yes. No, before we, there, before
2: we close out the show, my, my good friend um, Labarski brought up
1: I'm telling you, what, see where it comes to the next year for thanks, Kevin. Labasky, I hope you're going to be there in presence when we all come over. You and Drew need a photograph together. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: this is this is the time of year where I always go to who's got the most cap space. right? See if,
3: Follow the see money. If a,
2: see if you're a Bears season ticket holder and you see your team with $90 million in cap space and they don't go huge in free agency, you're thinking, what are we doing? You know, if if I'm the Bears, I don't know who he is, but if I'm the Bears GM, I have effectively got a list of the top 10 free agent signings and I want to speak to every single one of them because $90 million, that borders on, we're not even trying to win. Again, they've got $21 million in dead cap space, but they've got the first pick in the draft and they've got two twos this year as well. They are set up to yeah.
3: succeed. And, and, the and players... they're they're obviously looking for something that they're gonna get for um getting rid of uh, fields as well. So yeah. They're already yeah, they're be trade... shopping fields.
0: I would, I don't think they'll trade fields. I think that's more um hook in the line to yeah. see who, who's a fanc- fans fans in it, because I think what they will do is they'll trade their first round pick. Because they don't need a callback. So at the moment they're playing games to find out who they can Fiddle with and because they, they can turn that first round pick trade down, get a, an absolute bucket ton of, of other picks with that. Take a nice defensive tackle like Carter from Georgia that fixes your defense, and you've got the rest of those other nice premium picks to play with. Yeah. You could really sort out your team in one draft. Yeah, it
2: wasn't so long ago we saw the first pick go for three firsts. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was RG three, but it wasn't that long ago when you think about it. It'll but, probably never happen
3: again. But I mean, that, that's why I—that's how... why I could see them getting rid of Fields. Is that because look, look, look at the mobile quarterbacks like Fields? RG three blew his knee out. Never the same again. You've got uh, Lamar Jackson ended up. You know, couldn't play this last season because, or half the half the season because he blew his knee out as well. He's he's going to be. Six, six, seven months rehab as well. Um, yeah. Trey Lance gone. Um, you know all of these, all of these mobile quarterbacks that are willing to scramble and move the ball down the field. You know, it it only takes a freak injury like Dak or whatever, and that's it. Your that's your your money pot gone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's yes, you don't need you. Do, we've moved away from the pocket passer. But you do need you don't need a essentially paying a, a quarterback salary for a running back. Um yeah. which you know that's that's what these guys are. And you could mm-hmm. say Cam Cam Newton as well. Cam Newton as well. After, mm-hmm. after after the Super Bowl seasons that they had as well, it was a case of you know the injuries he, got he to was reading, yeah, he was getting picked on. Yeah.
0: All right, let's close this up then, guys. Paul Hit me with it.
1: Yeah, guys, if you're planning to go into the Dallas Cowboys game next season, be sure to go with CowboysExperience.com for meet and greets, stadium tours, game tickets, and tailgating, and much, much more. Get to meet legends such as Drew Pearson, Drew Novacek, and players such as Travis Frederick, Zach Martin, Micah Parsons, and many, many more.
0: Yeah, Graham.
2: <clears throat> well, if once you've finished listening to this show, you be sure to check out a lot of our a lot of our friends across across, uh, Cowboys Podcast Nation. Uh, I know Jay Tuck will be particularly delighted that Kellen Moore is now a charger in particular. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I know that Talking Cowboys do a lot of stuff around the time we do it, but thanks for checking us out at that time.
1: Don't don't forget Jay Tuck's um, draft breakdown on players as well. He does really great in-depth videos on players upcoming ones to be excited about
0: yeah all right then and we mentioned it earlier so go for it long
3: yep okay so big mass exodus from the uk across to dallas at thanksgiving um we've set it up for thanksgiving obviously get your start looking at flights um we're looking probably tuesday to tuesday because that tends to be the cheapest um you know so this is as, as Paul says, it's meet and greets, stadium tours. I think we're talking about trip to the star as well, possibly yeah. college games as well. So, you know, make sure you get signed up. Join us on our Facebook, find out the details, message us, and, you know, hopefully it's going to be a fantastic trip.
0: Yeah. And uh, as I said, guys, at the start of the show, if you weren't watching, make sure to go on our Facebook group uh, because we've put details on there, how to get in touch with our WhatsApp group. Send us a voice memo. We'll play live on the show. You you can call in and be part of the show and converse with us. Um, That's that going forward. So, yes, that's it. We will be back, I think, probably on Tuesday. Have a word with Brian. Um, because we can get into some draft talk with uh all the rest of it, we will try and get some details on what we're doing there. But the draft show will be back next Thursday. We're gonna look at uh, plays from the senior world, the shrine, and everything moving forward. It's all be- the systems go, Paul.
1: Before you finish up, mate, has anyone quickly seen the video of uh, free mm-hmm. in his mind right now? No. no, oh, nope. he, he's still but hot. Which everyone digs right now. So butthurt about that. <laughs>
0: well, guys, uh, as we do every show, I started off, but these guys finish the show up, so you all have the last say. Have your last say, and let's get out of here, guys.
1: Well, have a good one, folks. Go Cowboys, uh, Dallas forever, Philly for never.
3: Yep, enjoy it, guys. Enjoy the the new look Pro Bowl games if you're going to tune in um flag football on sunday i think it is and all the skills uh tomorrow uh, tonight i think it is actually um so enjoy that and i'll see you next week
2: short and sweet go chiefs <laughs> <laughs>